Welcome to Bitch Talk. Booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is episode 286 of the Bitch Talk podcast. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You'll find all our socials on our landing page. We are finally able to release this interview. <laughs> we did. This is from the in ice the, ages. In the spring of 2018. <laughs> uh, this is an interview with director Shauna Festi. Uh, she wrote and directed uh, this film called Boundaries. And she was very lovely. I really like her a lot. Mm-hmm. From the get, yeah. Good energy. And I love talking to people where there's, this story is so personal. This is a very, very personal very. story mm-hmm. to her. They just talk differently about it. It's nice. Right. Um, what was even nicer about the day that we interviewed her... Is that a word? Nicer? Sure. Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh... When we entered the room, her little dog was there. Mm-hmm. Her name was the Retta. And I never got a picture of her, which was really sad. We are stupid for that. Yeah. At dumb. least with the dog. I mean. I know. I have a blurry picture, I think. Uh, <laughs> While well, you were running into the room. I literally was. I was embarrassed to take the picture because I was just like frazzled and I was just like. So I like took the picture. The dog was like lying down or something. Oh, I love that dog. Yeah. But um, Shauna's great. We really got along with her really well. Um, and part of the conversation was about, and I put this in my notes, uh, was about an actor that was in the film that's not a well-known guy. Uh, yeah, you were real excited to talk about I couldn't this. wait to talk about the chef. <laughs> It was a very minor role in this movie. He makes this heart, this heartfelt movie, but he's heartfelt in the film. He makes it. He steals the scene when he when he's on. I feel like I, I know I'm gonna um, screw up his name, but it's Yah. I think it's Yahya Abdul Mateen the second. I mean, go Google that. It's ladies or gentlemen, <laughs> whoever. Y a h y a Abdul A B D U L hyphen M A T E E N the second. You'll thank me later. So I'm going to say, <laughs> I mean, hello. So cute. Um, but in the meantime. But in the meantime. <laughs> I mean, Kristen Shaw's in this. Vera Farmiga is the lead. Peter Fonda's in this film. And Christopher Plummer. Old school. So many OGs in this movie. Yeah. And then you see, you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, an- another one pops up. Right. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, sure. <laughs> Haven't seen you in a while. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun watch. Yeah. You were going to mention an LA Times article. I oh, thought. yeah. Uh, so uh, an, an interview just came out and Shauna was saying that when the film premiered at South by Southwest, reviews were coming in and they were all by male film critics, which is not representative of her target audience. Her target audience is females. Oh. And uh, she said, uh, David Fincher never had to show seven to a room full of critics and go, oh, my God, these are all middle aged women who love the notebook. I'm screwed. <laughs> so she's saying, I make films for women, and every time I look in, I see the same critics who re- who reviewed my first film 12 years ago. Anyone who's never seen themselves represented and are making films for people like them, but are being reviewed by the same people, it really needs to change. Right. I want to add a little note to that. I think it was either at the beginning or the end of our interview. I don't know if we had a recording still, but... Didn't she mention, she was like, I'm so happy to talk with you, ladies. Yeah. Because she was saying, especially with um, Yaya, isn't he in some Marvel something she was saying? I don't even know. I wish I remember that was so long ago. Well, I guess he's he's in something where he has a lot of fanboys and fangirls. Okay. And so when they were doing interviews, 
they were mostly talking to him because they were fangirling, fanboying out. Okay, yep, now I'm remembering And this so story. she was just like, it's really refresh- refreshing to have people, women like us, come in and talk to her about this film because, like what she was saying in that article, you don't always get that. So um, thanks, Shauna. Yeah, I just love... <laughs> Thank you. I love that little input about just how we need diversity. Yep. I agree. And so when you read reviews and when you go on things like that, just just put that in mind. Keep that in mind. Well, I was going to say, just look at the name. Google the name. I always do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, who is this person? Uh, But how about we bounce to the interview with Shauna and then we'll come back and chat a little more. So here's our interview with director Shauna Festi talking about boundaries. Um, I have to say, I, I, I was watching this film. I got all cuddly, and I had both of my dogs uh, on my lap. And then the film started, and I just thought it was it was really fitting. Um, how many rescue animals, dogs, do you have personally? Well, first, you forgot to oh. say we're in the presence of one of the stars yes. of the film, Oh, right. Loretta. Oh, Loretta. Yeah, yes. don't forget I'm about sorry. Loretta. She's very important. Uh, Loretta she, doing a whole press tour with us. Hi, Loretta. Part of the shooting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm remiss to say that Loretta's here. But okay, um, yeah, the, the rescue dogs and animals are, are a, lot of, a lot of this film. So t- can you talk to us about yeah, that? I mean, I'm, I'm a bottle, what they call a bottle feeder. Um, so I work with um, the Lacey Street Animal Shelter in Los Angeles. And when they have orphaned animals that need to be fed 24 hours a day, Oh. You know, they can't do that in the shelter, so oh. they'll just put them to sleep. So they have, you know, bottle feeders that they call and say, can you take on four kittens? Can you take on two little pups? And it's really, really hard work because you're feeding them all through the night. I want this you job. Know, yeah. No, I don't. But it's just like how you want to work as a nursery, yeah. right? Like, oh, and yeah. feed all the babies yeah. in the middle of the night. But yeah, of course, it's, it's a lot harder than that. Really unglamorous, and you're like, you have to make, you have to get them to pee and poop, and you know, right? They can't do it on their own because that's everything. You're their mom. You're a mama to them. Mm-hmm. So um, I got started rescuing by being a bottle feeder, and I kind of fell in love with that. And and my father, you know, has been. A huge animal lover. I grew oh, up with animals, okay. and that's where know, it came we're kind from. Of famous for taking road trips, and you know, we start with one animal and we end up with like seven <laughs> in our car. That's, so that part was really that true part to life. True, yeah. Wow. All of our dogs are rescues that we've picked up on different truck stops and various places. Like that. I, I just thought you really wanted to challenge yourself. I mean, you're working not right. only with a child actor, <laughs> yeah. but now how many dogs were actually on the set? I always say that I, you know, I you just <laughs> teach at the American Film Institute occasionally, and I tell my students don't make your lives harder guys like why are you putting animals in your film mm-hmm. and here i am animals yeah minor yeah uh, rolls royce that barely starts and stops when we need it to right and <laughs> christopher Plummer, who was almost 90 when he made the film you know working 12 hour days memorizing 10 12 pages of dialogue a day and how long was uh the shoot the shoot was 25 days wow yeah. okay in and out well, as as you were casting, were you like pinching yourself? This is a crazy, like, what a cast to get for this film, especially one that's so close to your heart that's really yeah. personal for you. And so many surprise 
stars yeah the little cameos you're like what yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna say but yeah <laughs> i mean that's kind of what it was like being on a road trip with my dad is you know we would drive from la to texas constantly every summer we would mm. do this drive and we'd stop in on all his weirdo friends <laughs> and you know i'd be in these totally inappropriate situations that i should not have been at a very early age <laughs> witnessing things i probably shouldn't have witnessed but that was kind of the charm of my father is he had all these eccentric friends that he loved and i got to learn more about him by his friends um, and that's what I wanted to do with this film is I love the genre the road trip movie because mm-hmm. also I, I had to think of a way to take these two people who couldn't even be in the same room together how am I going to keep them together for the entire movie keep them on this journey well you know you stick them in a car and you get them to drive you know 400 miles and then you can stick them together and they won't be able to leave each other so I thought it was perfect um, talking about casting, can we talk about is it <laughs> Yaya, Yaya Abdul yeah. Mateen the yeah. second, yeah. born in born in New Orleans, by the way, <laughs> one of our favorite places in the whole wide world. Yeah. Very cool. Can we talk about him for a little yeah. bit? Yeah, <laughs> for the rest of the Let's time. I mean, I I really I loved everyone in the cast, mm. but he really added something special. Yeah. And I, I'm like, is there there a, is a charm? Is, about is there a second part to this film, and yeah. maybe a little <laughs> offshoot episode about them? I know. Uh, <laughs> You know, Yaya, he was a really fun character to cast because I needed to cast um, someone who who you knew Vera would be okay mm. if she was, you know, a partner, if she accepted herself enough to know that she deserved the love of this guy because he was so lovely. And um, and when Yaya smiled, I just thought, oh, no yes. one's going to worry about Vera anymore mm-hmm. if she's with him at the end because he loves her so purely. You know, I just had so many situations when I was dating <laughs> and I you know, had all these animals in my house and guys were so grossed out. I mean, I can't, I can't even, I was like shocked. You know, I was like, isn't this amazing? All these animals. Like, like, well, that's, and they're like, it's really, Disgusting, You're like, I saved all these animals. Yeah. Come on. I don't get any credit for right. that. Not sexy. Right. Right. Yeah. It wasn't sexy, apparently. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, you know, I hired him for two reasons. One, because I knew hands down the audience would be like, you you deserve him and he deserves you. And that smile just kind of lit up the room. And, and purposely, actually, I had at the end, there's a shot at the end of the movie where she is in bed with her dogs. And Yaya was supposed to be in that shot. Okay. And I thought, you know what? I just want her to be really happy with just her dogs. Yes. And mm-hmm. I, the message of the movie is not she met this man and now she's totally right. happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, she's really happy with her dogs and she's alone. And that's totally great and cool. But also, this guy who's like the hottest thing in the world is so in love with her and all her dogs yeah. and her son and her, you know, weird father. Um, and then I also was like, oh, this guy's going to be a movie star. And he's just starting out and I can get him now. Mm-hmm. And maybe when he's, you know, working in the next Denzel Washington, he'll like take my call because I'll be like, remember when I hired you for boundaries? Mm-hmm. I mean, I really think he's going to go far. I do too. There's something really special about mm-hmm. him. And he's fresh out of school, right? Yeah, he had just finished graduate school at Yale. Oh, and this of was like, course. Overachiever. <laughs> wow. like, he's like, I was so nervous on the set. I was oh. like, what? We were so nervous around you. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he was, he was like, this is one of my first jobs right out of school. And I was just so nervous. And I couldn't believe it because he was like so great. Did he actually take end up taking the puppy at the end? I'm just oh, kidding. No one would let us take that puppy. Oh, yeah. oh. The bottle, everybody wanted the to. bottle feeder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there were two. It was played by twins. That role. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
Well, uh, we were we were talking earlier about the film and and about like different characters that we kind of related to. And I was like, is it weird that I related to some of the drawings? Does that yeah. say something about me? Because <laughs> pretty cool. There are yeah. some uh, interesting drawings that her son does. Yeah. In this. Uh, did you draw those or? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just a weird kid. You know, I was just and and you have to think about okay, well, what is cinematic weird? What's not just like internal weird? Like I was just the weird kid that never talked at all. Mm-hmm. Like raised my hand with my friends to be called on before mm-hmm. I talked like just Mm -hmm. weird quirks like that Mm -hmm. and I I wanted to kind of you know portray that in a way in in film and those drawings were a very good way to illustrate that (laughs) because I think everybody you know most interesting people will see him and be like oh this this is the kid to know this Mm -hmm. is the cool kid Mm -hmm. although at 15 it might be hard for other kids his age to recognize that right Mm -hmm. oh my god those drawings were hilarious (laughs) (laughs) um uh, talking about your father in this film, when did you start writing this? Has this been kind of an ongoing process for a while and then just timing it worked out? Or well, I think, you know, growing up with a father in and out of prison and, you know, married six times, six different kids, you can't not be a writer, you mm-hmm. know? I just, kind mm-hmm. of, that was one thing. I was such an observer and I just got to watch this character that was larger than life my whole childhood and it was painful and it was amazing and it was everything in between and so I think naturally I I just couldn't do anything else but write about him um and then what was the second part of your question because I thought there was oh just the timing of it oh because the I, timing yeah the timing came at a point in my career where I really wanted to find my voice again where I had felt I had kind of lost it along the way um, you know, I was in a better financial position and I had made some studio movies and I was just kind of, I wasn't feeling incredibly creative and, and I felt like I kind of lost something along the way, which is really a scary place to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I said, I'm just going to write something that no one can rewrite mm-hmm. that just feels like me. I don't care if I make it for 20 bucks. I'm just going to write this and know that I could stand by every word on this page. And even when I'm here, you know, hopefully one day promoting the film, Mm -hmm. I'll be able to speak about it and it'll be true to my heart. And, um, and so that's what I set out to do. Wow. Um, I think we have to wrap it up, but, um, I know, I know, but I, we want to talk a little bit about, um, what you want out of this film in terms of other people rescuing dogs and, and, and what organizations you want. Well, that was definitely um, an intention, you know, when I was writing this is, you know, you can, and I'm, I'm don't want to be preachy or anything, but you know, we're in a position to, as a filmmaker, to inspire people and shed a light on things that we really care about. And this is something that I really care a tremendous amount about is, is, is rescuing animals. And, um, and so I hope that people are inspired. You know, I wanted to include a pit bull because they get such bad raps, you know, mm-hmm. and they're really such people pleasers and lovely dogs. And so I just wanted, I wanted, hopefully when you watch this movie, you'll smile, you'll laugh, you'll be moved and you'll want to rescue an animal. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on Bitch Talk. We'll oh, see you soon. Cool. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Shauna. Thank you. That was our interview with director Shauna Festi of Boundaries. That opens June 29th in San Francisco and expands, I think, over to the East Bay the next week, um, July 6th, if I'm not mistaken. Speaking of July 6th and that week, just letting you all know that we are going on vacation for the 4th of July, but we will see you that following Friday on July 6th. So 
have a nice little rest. Yeah, yes. have a happy fourth. Stay positive. Do something that makes you happy. Hydrate. And I wanted to say one more thing. Saturday, July 7th is the closing night of Prince Prefame. Uh, at the Family Affair Gallery in Lower Haight. If you've listened to that podcast, it's the closing night. It's all going to be gone after that day, so it's your last chance to check out the photos. And uh, Robert Whitman and Owen Husney may or may not be there for closing night as well, and that's uh, the photographer that took the photos and Prince's first manager. And who you interviewed. Who I interviewed for the podcast. So we're going to be there on July 7th, and hopefully we'll see you there as well. And what's the name of the gallery? Family Affair. Yes, thank you. So... Ange, thank you for that plug. Uh, With that, (laughs) we will see you later. Bitch, please.